0: Welcome to Resting Binge Face, where two friends watch seasons of TV shows and we talk about it. I'm Adam McCoy.
1: And I'm Amanda Kathleen. Adam and I work in TV, we watch a lot of TV. I unfortunately don't have a funny quip this week, but we talk about TV. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and this week, we are binging Lemony Snickets, a series of unfortunate events, season Three. three. Very tragic series. <laughs>
0: Very dark and tragic. Dark and tragic. And it's the last it's series the last of the entire show. So I know, it's very sad. The season of the entire show.
1: It's sad because I've never read the books, so it's ending now. But you've read the books, and you're going to drop some great knowledge some on us. great knowledge. <laughs> Don't read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll start with a basic overview. Uh, yes, the so Series of Unfortunate Events, it's a 13-book novel series oh, by geez. Lemony Snicket
1: did they cram all thirteen they into the series? They did.
0: They skimmed over a few things, okay. but they're all pretty much there. Wow! Elements of each.
1: Wow! By
0: Lemony Snicket, which is a pen name for Daniel Handler, is the actual author's name. Got it. It's full. Of, the book series is full of dark humor, sarcastic storytelling, and it follows the lives of three orphan children: mm-hmm. Sonny, Klaus, and Violet Baudelaire, as they try to escape the clutches of a f- distant relative.
1: Question mark? Question mark. Is he really?
0: Who's trying to steal their fortune? Um, So the first novel in the series was The Bad Beginning, and it was published in 1999. And since then, the 13 books in total in the series have sold more than 60 million copies.
1: Oh, geez. And have
0: been translated into 41 languages. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's become pretty popular with the youngins and with the adults as well.
1: Which is weird because I was a youngin when that book came out, I guess. But, I think it
0: took a while to kind of take okay. hold.
1: Because never, I have never heard of it until the movie came
0: Yeah, out. there was a feature film starring Jim Carrey as Count Olaf.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not the most well-received movie. It didn't make a lot of money. So right. They never made it a sequel, was, but it was, was good. It was a good movie. His portrayal was good. I liked, I liked him in the movie. Mm-hmm. They also made a video game based on the book series. Oh, I didn't know that. Again, not a huge success. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but that brings us to January 2017, when Netflix released the very first season mm-hmm. of their version of... Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. And this one was created by Barry Sonnefeld and Mark Huddis, H U D I S. I'm assuming H-U-D-I-S. And it stars Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf instead of Jim Carrey. And he does a great job.
1: He does. We'll go into that.
0: But just the list of people that they got to play in the show, like for oh, all three yeah. seasons, is crazy. Yeah. You've got Patrick Warburton who plays Lemony Snicket in the show, mm-hmm. Putty from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Will Arnett. No, Nathan...
1: say it say it to the younger kids okay joe from family guy joe from family guy okay thank you (laughs) You
0: seinfeld everyone has to know who seinfeld
1: but not everyone's seen seinfeld
0: all right well you should if you haven't shame on you will arnett nathan fillion joan cusack don johnson kobe smolders tony hale david allen greer for all you in living color fans right (laughs) out there another old reference (laughs) there (laughs) but just everybody in the show is is great, and they pulled so many people.
1: Yeah, the ensemble cast is great.
0: So that's a basic overview before we get into the actual show itself.
1: Before we get into it, and this is now your spoiler warning. This is season three. So if you haven't seen anything and you're just coming in here to listen to us, you should go watch it. Yeah, go
0: watch. (laughs) Catch up.
1: I know it's a kids, but it's really not kids. Like, it's meant for kids, but it's enjoyable.
0: It's enjoyed by adults as well. Which is another funny thing about it is when you see the plot line and you read some of the stuff, mm-hmm. it, it's weird that kids would like it so much. Right. Because it, it's written in a very good way, and the story for the TV show mm-hmm. is uh, portrayed in a way where it is kind of funny and it's mm-hmm. sarcastic and it, it kind of tongue-in-cheek. Right. So people die and things happen, but it's... Right. Okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're going to be killed by people, but they're not that worried about it. They're not that worried yeah. about it. So...
1: So it leads us into the series. So... Overview of the first season. We are introduced to the Baudelaire's. layers. Right off the bat, parents dead. Mm-hmm.
0: They're gonna go have to... a nice picnic, lunch on the beach. Right. <laughs> this, the cold stony.
1: The cold stony <laughs> beach. beach.
0: And then it turns out their parents are have died in a fire.
1: Yes. And so they're given to Count Olaf first, or no? they have given to somebody else, and then Count Olaf.
0: They're given to the banker. The man who runs the Right. They're given to, yeah, the first person they're given to is Count Olaf, but he's the one who tells them that they're orphans and he takes them to Count Olaf. Mm-hmm. And he is the very first person they go stay with. Okay. But on the way there they think they're going to the neighbor's house who's the judge played by Joan Cusack. And it's right. this lovely house where it's they a have lovely house. all the library books they could ever read, a nice kitchen for Sunny to mm-hmm. make food. It's fantastic. And then they look across the street and it's actually the dilapidated mansion.
1: So the whole first season is Exactly like the film, it ends with Aunt Josephine, and then I forget the f- how the film ends.
0: It's, I, I I don't remember either. I don't
1: remember, but I think it stops there, because, like, I don't, there's, there's... It doesn't go much farther. It doesn't go much farther. Mm-hmm. So, um, in season two, we get new stuff, so if you haven't seen the movie, season two goes into much more detail about the books and, and things, I'm assuming.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: they do a more in-depth journey of going through everyone that their parents knew. Mm-hmm, yes. Basically, they're going down the friend line. Yes. And all this time, Count Olaf is killing <laughs> all those friends.
0: Anybody who might have... Because
1: uh, he wants that Baudelaire fortune. All that cash. Yes.
0: Which is another interesting... So a, a quick side note that my kids pointed out to me. Mm-hmm. The BFD... All the characters that are not nearly as big in the book series as they are, and especially in the season three of, of oh, really? this one, they don't really mention the people that much. Right. <laughs> it's a whole another side story in the in the TV show that they don't delve into into the book, oh. which makes it more interesting for the for the TV show.
1: It gives it something different.
0: Yes, and Barry Sonnefeld was like, "Well, we had the privilege of reading all thirteen books before we created the show, Right. so we figured this stuff was happening. We mm-hmm. just wrote it into this oh. TV show. So there's a lot more of that." character development and characters in which that, I like yeah
1: and then the VFD is the organization
0: the secret organization the secret
1: organization that the Baudelaire's parents were involved in Olaf was involved in every guardian they've ever met was involved in
0: Lemony Snicket was involved in Lemony
1: Snicket and so season two they go everywhere I don't even remember they go to the city they go to the school they go to the school
0: they go to the hospital they go to the hospital and they go to the circus carnival Big cliffhanger at the end of season two.
1: Yes. And then season three starts off with the end of the circus. So Count Olaf makes the orphans and everybody burn down the circus. And then (laughs) they stick them all in a car except for the orphan, the two, uh, Violet and Klaus. Mm -hmm. He puts them in a trailer wagon, hitched to the car. And then at the end of season two, he's like, Surprise, we're going to kill you. And like unhooks. Yeah, they break the trailer. <laughs> So that's what you're left with in season two. So season three starts off with, are they going to die? And they don't.
0: <laughs> I'm betting they don't.
1: <laughs> so the trailer runs off the mountain, but they get out before, mm-hmm. before yes. it hits the ground.
0: And so Sunny's with Count Olaf mm-hmm. and his troop, and Klaus and Violet are by themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. So they have to find out where Sunny is, try to figure out their way. Up or off a mountain, they don't know. So they go through that journey. And I mean, obviously, they find Sunny. And then things happen. (laughs) So Count Olaf's mentors find him. It's the woman with no beard and hair, and the man with the beard and and no no hair. hair. That's it, yeah. Find Olaf, and they have this master plan to capture a bunch of orphans Mm -hmm. and then burn the whole city.
0: I've got a real problem with fire.
1: Yeah, they really love. Arseny. Obviously, the Baudelaires have to stop them. So, the rest of the series is them stopping Count Olaf, his two mentors, and then trying to find a sugar bowl that apparently only has sugar in it. But the sugar is an anecdote to this poisonous fungus that only lives in the sea yes. in this one area.
0: It's very, very dangerous. The Medusoid mycelium.
1: Medusoid mycelium. Yes. It's a mushroom fungus. That's poisonous. That's
0: mm-hmm. very dangerous. Yes. So they go through many journeys in this one. They end up in the hotel.
1: A hotel, which is their, which is pretty much the last destination. The judge comes back from the first season and is going to put Olaf in court in the hotel room.
0: Mm-hmm. But blind justice, they must all wear blindfolds. They must all wear
1: blindfolds. It's kind of ridiculous how these kids are like smarter than yeah. all the adults. I think
0: that is why children like it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I understand where they're coming from. These idiots, These adults are idiots. <laughs> And I know what's going on.
1: Justice is blind. So everyone has to be blind and folded. Um, so they go through that. And, of course, like Count Olaf's still pretty much not going to be charged with anything. No, he'll get off scoffering. Yeah, him. and so he kidnaps the judge. And then he gets the Baudelaire's again. And the fungus. And the fungus. And then they set sail <laughs> so out they, adrift to a sea.
0: They they burn the entire hotel down. Mm-hmm. thinking It's the only way to save the people. Right. In there, if they get out in time, that'll save them. And so then they all go to the roof of the building and they have to sail their way out from a pool over the side of the building. They get in a boat in the pool
1: and they like rush out. And you know, Violet's the good inventor. So on the spot. On the spot. She can set it up. So she put a parachute on that tiny little boat. And they set sail to a mysterious island where more of her parents, <laughs> more people that her parents knew, her parents lived on an island that they just like magically washed ashore upon.
0: <laughs> but before that, we find out that Beatrice is actually responsible. For
1: starting the whole debacle.
0: For killing Olaf's father.
1: Yes. So that starts off a chain of events yes. that so leads the organization into splitting mm-hmm. and Olaf into hating the Baudelaire's.
0: Those damn Baudelaire's. Oh, and if you didn't know,
1: (laughs) Olaf killed the Baudelaire parents. Yes. For the fortune.
0: By setting a fire. (laughs) By setting a fire. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they make it to the island. Mm -hmm. They have Olaf captured.
1: Because the guy recognizes him, throws him in a cage. And then Lemony Snicket's sister gets washed ashore, pregnant. Olaf escapes (laughs) the cage. Mm-hmm. And, re- and he's like, I'm going to release this poisonous fungus. And the guy that runs the island's like, no, you're not. I'm going to kill you. And he shoots him in the stomach, which is where the fungus and is. And breaks the fungus. So but it's, it's in, in a helmet, helmet yeah. <laughs> that he's put underneath it. And his. releases it all. So the reason why Olaf has the helmet under his shirt is because he was pretending to be Kit. Let me see, yes. it sister. He's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm Kit. Because the entire series he dresses up as other people
0: ridiculous costume yes
1: and the kids obviously know it's him but all the adults are dumb and are like what are you talking about this is obviously someone else mm-hmm.
0: adults don't lie no that has to be the person they're saying they are
1: mm-hmm. right <laughs> so that's why he has a helmet under his shirt so
0: so then they think we can outrun this and they all everyone else in the island gets in a boat and paddles away
1: yeah <laughs> the orphans are like no we have to find a cure now you're gonna die and what do they find a magical apple
0: that's a, a hybrid between horseradish and yeah. apples. I'm sure it tastes delicious. But it saves the day. It saves the day. Except for.
1: Except for.
0: Kit. Yeah. Who will not eat it because she's afraid it will damage or harm the baby. Harm the baby that she's pregnant yeah. with. Yeah, damage so. the baby. What is it? De- uh, a <laughs> dry good?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Count Olaf is dead. Kit has her baby, and then she dies because of the fungus. And but so first, no, no, no. Oh,
0: okay. He has to save her. So they, Olaf is on the ground. He's been shot, and he's getting the. the well, he has to musher. save her he, they from have to talk like the him, ocean. Yes, they have to talk him into picking her up and bringing her back. Mm-hmm. And then there's this weird, tender moment between Kit, and, and Olaf, Olaf because they were a couple. at Because they were one a boy, couple at one time, and he reads her po or quotes poetry to her. And It's
1: like, that's the only moment where I was like, "Oh, Olaf." Yeah,
0: you slightly <laughs> feel for him at the end, and then you realize, though. I mean, his father was killed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's had a hard life. Yeah. <laughs> He's still a douchebag. Yeah. But okay, you feel a little bit for him at that point. You do. Watching my kids watch it was weird because they even they were like, "I don't know if, how I feel about being emotionally attached to, <laughs> to Olaf <laughs> this way." So yeah, it was a little bit of a weird roller coaster of emotion there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they so Kit dies after she has the baby Yes. Olaf dies the Baudelaire's then raise the baby adopt the child adopt the baby for a year on the island Mm -hmm. until the tides turn and they can take a boat off the
1: island yes and then it ends with Lemony Snicket meeting his niece Beatrice Baudelaire Baudelaire which I don't know why they just wouldn't give her the Snicket last name I guess for like legal purposes yeah
0: because she's a Baudelaire now
1: sure That's how it ends. So, so you don't really get to see anything with the Baudelaire after that.
0: I'm going to tell you this. Mm -hmm. The book just ends with the boat leaving, and that's it. There is no Beatrice coming back to meet her uncle. That doesn't happen. Do
1: they leave with Olaf on the boat? No, no.
0: Olaf dies. Just like everything else is the same, but then all of a sudden it's like, all right, the tides are here. We're going to take off, and Mm -hmm. that's it. And that's it. I don't know what happens. But I was reading, Mm -hmm. apparently, there was another book released in 2006. Mm-hmm. That talks about that, and it's all about Beatrice Baudelaire. Oh.
1: The, it's
0: called the Beatrice Letters. So, oh,
1: are those the letters throughout the whole series?
0: He's writing, but that's a, yeah. I don't but know. Th- are those? Let me My dear Beatrice, is I know a, he's writing to. This is just called the Beatrice Letters. I've never read this one. I don't think my okay. kids have either. So I think we're gonna you're gonna you go check go for it for out it? Uh, this afternoon. Um, so that is how that one ends. Okay. She tells the stories of some of this stuff. So Got that So it. it's not quite as much of a difference because when I first saw it and the kids were like, wait, it didn't have a happy ending at all. And not that that was happy, but compared to what it was, a stark difference in the ending. So that was featured in one of the books. Okay. So another, some other big differences in, or one big difference is in the book, they never tell you what's in the sugar bowl at all.
1: Oh, really? They
0: don't say that it's an anecdote for anything. They just don't say what it is. I would have
1: liked them not to say anything, but what's in this damn sugar bowl?
0: <laughs> sugar, of course. Uh, duh. But also, there is no, like, they don't have a, a wrap-up at the end of the book series for anybody. Mm. So the TV show showed, like, the Quigleys re- reuniting with all three oh, siblings. Yeah. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen in the book. Olaf's hench people forming a troop. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in the book. Actually, a couple of them die. The bald man dies.
1: Aww. The
0: hook guy with the hook arm gets taken away by a <laughs> by a bird.
1: Oh, well, that's uh, sad. Yeah.
0: And then the TV show shows the incredibly deadly viper saving the eyeliners with the apple in his mouth. Swimming oh, away. yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in the book.
1: I thought that was very convenient.
0: So <laughs> they they made it more cheerful in the series mm-hmm. than they did in the book.
1: I mean, if that was cheerful, my God. <laughs> like a, like
0: hey, you were warned when you first started watching this. this the is, trailers always said, be warned, don't watch now.
1: <laughs> Do not watch.
0: But again, I I, I think it's funny that kids have no problem watching I do think it's a little harder for them to see the deaths on screen.
1: Oh, uh-huh. Like Than the, to read it.
0: When the when kid's baby daddy gets shot with a harpoon gun accidentally, right. mm-hmm. that's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a little...
1: But I think they, they shoot all the killings in a way that you know, is appropriate for them. Oh yeah, it's
0: not, I'm not saying that it's like oh it's yeah. violent or anything, but I think it just it hits them harder. It, yeah, not like harder, but it's more real. Right? because I mean, you you're see it, someone being yeah. that
1: character and then they die,
0: and the, because they, also the the orphans get blamed for the murder, right? Of of him, so it's interesting. I, I I I like that it's a slightly darker book series. It's interesting. I think it opens up some kids.
1: It's a very more, tragic.
0: Yeah, very tragic tale.
1: <laughs> I mean, even the ending's not like I'm not happy with it. Like, no. like that's that's my that's my one pet peeve about this whole series, is that it's not happy at all. Nope. <laughs> like, it's a tragic story. These kids went through some shit, mm-hmm. and then at but the their, end... But their
0: attitudes are so great. <laughs> <laughs> They're such happy children for having such horrible lives.
1: It's just so sad. Like, the whole entire season, like, the season three, the entire time, I'm just like, when are they going to get like, theirs, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for it. And it never happens. Even the ending, like, even though it's a happy ending, like, like Beatrice goes to meet her uncle yeah. and talks to but him about it. You it. still don't feel mm-hmm. okay about it.
0: They don't show the part where they bought a mansion and right. lived their days in giant libraries. Right.
1: Like, did Klaus and uh, Violet ever find love? Probably not. Did Sunny ever become a master chef?
0: She was on Hell's Kitchen.
1: <laughs> she was on Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. She did great. <laughs> So yeah, so that was my one pet peeve is that like the, like yeah, it's just well, not happy. But I mean, I get I it. I can say that's
0: true to the to the form. Right. <laughs> so in that, how much you hated that part of it, or how much that displeased you? Mm-hmm. What what would you say the bingeability of this of this season would be?
1: Oh, still like. I'd still give it a five, like, because I still want to know like what's going to happen all the way to the end. Like, yeah. I still want to know what's going to happen, even though it's over. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, somebody th- tell me, please.
0: I'm giving it a four and a half, which is the which is pretty high for me. That's high. <laughs> yeah, it you just want to see what happens next. Plus, it's just the whole series. It's mm-hmm. hard to talk about just one season, but the whole series is so well done. Mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris is
1: he great. He is it. so wonderful. I much prefer him it, than yeah. Jim Carrey than in the movie. It's not that like they're totally two different Olaf's. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: Which again, another difference is he was not that funny in the book. <laughs> <laughs> he was not funny at like that at all. So he's very he's definitely more likable. Neil Patrick Harris mm-hmm. makes him more likable in a goofy funny way.
1: Oh, give me Neil Patrick Harris any day. <laughs> yeah. In any form. <laughs> in any form. He's great. But the
0: musical number is the it's it's funny. It's mm-hmm. it's I think it's just a it's a good show all around, I think.
1: It is. Yeah, like I don't have any complaints about it. I think it's a very good. Mm-hmm. I love the style of it, like the sets, yeah, like it's very similar to the movie. Like the movie feels mm-hmm. very similar to the series, but the series just has that extra like everything's a set yes, type feeling. And it feels like an old like nineteen like thirties or 40s mm-hmm. type.
0: Yeah, the technology and everything there is mm-hmm. like old school looking.
1: Mm-hmm. And the kids are fantastic.
0: Yeah, they do a great job. They're
1: very good. All the actors are great. I have like nothing bad to say other than I wish it had a happy ending. Had a happier
0: ending. All right, well.
1: Do you have any pet peeves or anything? No, not no. really. <laughs> and Damn
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's also enjoying it, knowing like having read the books with my kids right. and watching it with them. If I if I had never read the books. And, I was cynical at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't like it. Like, <laughs> you're just not into certain things. You might right. not like it. I know it's not for everybody.
1: Uh, yeah, but, it's obviously not for everybody. Know,
0: but I. But if I, you
1: like good TV, yeah, I feel like you'd you be should, into it. You should
0: like it. it. This this show. So yeah, I don't really have any complaints about it. No pet peeves. First time ever.
1: Wow. Wow. So, favorite episodes? Do you have any from this uh, series I, three? The Season last three? episode
0: was my favorite. The last episode. Yeah.
1: I pretty much once I got to the hotel and on, it was like my favorite. Um, although when when Sunny got. Um, When she got poisoned by the fungus, I was, like, on the edge of my seat. Is she going to (laughs) die? Is that bitch going to die? Is
0: this a really unfortunate event?
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I know. I was just like, please don't give them anymore. Yeah. Yeah, So, I guess from there on, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty good, like, on the edge of your seat, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. What will happen? It's a thriller. And I like how they brought back the, the girl from the first season. Cake Sniffer.
0: Oh, yeah. They... The annoying girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I like how they brought her back. Cake sniffer. That's my new thing now. Yeah. Cake sniffer.
0: Catchphrase. Put on a t-shirt.
1: Cake sniffer. I don't know what that means, though.
0: Cake eater for Mighty Ducks. That's what they called rich people. Cake eater. That's what they called.
1: Well, she's a cake eater, but they're cake sniffers because yeah. they're not as they rich as her. They can't right? eat the
0: cake. They can only smell it. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like a in-depth name-calling. Yeah, name and yeah.
0: She was really going to a next level for name <laughs> Colleen.
1: So new segment, we're going to do book or screen. Do you like the book better or do you like the TV or film version better? Mm. And I know it gets a lot of controversy.
0: Yeah, some people are really into the books. Yeah. Some people are really into the movies.
1: Yeah. So this one Amanda's not going to do because she doesn't read <laughs> at all. <laughs> i think my 2019 resolution is going to read a book a year <laughs> hey there you
0: go start slow i'm
1: going to start slow work your way up i work my way up so this is adam's book or screen okay so i have a list of tv and film shows and you tell me which version you All like right. better so first one lemony Snicket. it
0: tv show you like the tv show yeah. better i mean no patrick harris and it's, it's funnier Lingo. i like it better yeah
1: I mean you yeah. put Neil Patrick Harris yeah. in anything. Mm-hmm. Um Princess Bride.
0: Princess Bride is a tough one. Mhm. Because of all the books that I've read that were ten- turned into movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. It is the most loyal. Really? To the book because the same guy wrote the screenplay as really. Okay. The book. Um and I watched the movie years before I read the book. Mhm. Um I actually like the movie better on that one. You do. But there are a few parts that are I would love to have seen put into the movie mm-hmm. that they just couldn't physically do, I guess with props and with how much of would cost to do sets. Mm-hmm. Um, so in whenever they're trying to rescue Wesley after he's had the life drained out of him in the book, there's a whole series of like levels instead of just going into the tree mm-hmm. and resurrect and er, grabbing him there. There's a whole like horror story building that the King uses to hunt these animals. So mm-hmm. he hunts gorillas and, giant snakes and spiders and it's like levels of fear so oh. it's really a cool aspect of it they didn't do it in the movie but other that than that good, yeah. i still really love i, I love the movie the betrayal is great but the the book is really close to the movie a lot of the same even the dialogue is almost the same really? some so yeah That's but fantastic. i would still love to see that level of terror mm-hmm. you know aspect in the movie
1: i don't know maybe i'll read that one this year mm, yeah. it's not bad i got it <laughs> <laughs> um of course harry potter
0: harry potter you gotta go
1: books go There's books. so
0: much more to the backstory. I mean... It's so interesting. I
1: can feel it watching some of the movies. I'm like, there's... They're not putting they everything in. H- I feel like big there's chunks something out. missing.
0: Yeah. I mean, the movies are good, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, the, the books... There's so much more to the books. So I actually, much more. I actually like re- watching the movie before I read the book. Oh, okay. Because if I like the movie, I mm-hmm. know that most of the time, there's going to be a lot more stuff in the book that I'll probably like. So, some people hate reading the books after the movie because it yeah, ruins Yeah, that's... It for them. Yeah.
1: Well... It's just like when I try to do that, like I do that with Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, I've seen this movie. Why do I have to finish this book? <laughs> yeah, I know how it ends. <laughs> I know yeah. how it ends. So I I would rather read the book prior okay. to Yeah, like I
0: know watching. I'm totally in the minority here. Most people yeah. think that. <laughs> but I think it's I mean, great. if it gets
1: you interested in reading yeah. the book, why I mean, not?
0: Then, li- then you read the book, you're like, oh, there's all this backstory I didn't even know about. <laughs> That's fantastic.
1: Um, Hunger Games, while we're at it, why don't we do that one?
0: Hunger Games, it's kind of a wash, either way. Yeah. There's. I know there's
1: a lot more in. They definitely changed some stuff in the in the book.
0: Yeah. Just watching the movie, it was. I really enjoyed the films themselves. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, it was a guilty indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> the film. I, I like them. So, uh, they both had. I don't know if I can make a decision on that one there. They both because are just. It... Again, there's more stuff in the book, that mm-hmm. I like the more more information and the mm-hmm. way it's the way it's laid out. But also, I enjoy watching the movies a lot. So I don't know if I could really make. That so they're both moves. their own thing. Yeah, they're both kind of their own thing. Okay.
1: Yeah. And finally, we've been talking about this yesterday, and we talk about it all the time. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones.
0: Game of Thrones. Just because the series is so long, <laughs> the books are so long. I've only let's put it this way: I've only made it through four of the books. Oh, okay. I know there's a fifth one I haven't read that's already out, and there are two that may never be written. Right, <laughs> I'm gonna go series on that one. Okay. Yeah. Again, you still there's a lot of cool aspects that they probably aren't gonna put in the series mm-hmm. that I would love to have seen in the in the in the TV show. Right. But just because it takes so long to read these books.
1: I know. I start. I started the first one.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, no. I'm just
1: like, there's so much. You information gotta start here. small.
0: <laughs> you can't go with one of those books. I know. To begin with, but. Yeah, I would have to go with the screen version of that one as well.
1: Okay. But I would say, for me, Where the Wild Things Are, I prefer the movie version than the book. Yeah. Okay. Because it's much longer.
0: And how about uh, Cat in the Hat?
1: Cat in the Hat, the book, obviously. Really?
0: not a Mike Myers Michael
1: Myers as uh, Cat in the Hat is really creepy. (laughs) He haunts nightmares that way. Yeah, he's got a creep factor to him. Yeah. I would say, though, I like uh, Jim Carrey as the Grinch.
0: Oh, yeah. He did a great job.
1: Yeah. So I would guess I would pick. No, I still pick the book, I think. you participated, too. I did. I participated (laughs) also. (laughs) Books that Amanda's read. (laughs) So it leaves us into next week. What are we binging?
0: Future Man. Future
1: Man, which Adam's got to watch season one and season two. But it's fantastic. I told him he needs to watch season one. Or I season
0: was two. planning on watching it anyway, so I'm excited. There's, there.
1: It's so funny.
0: I've seen the when the season first season came out, mm-hmm. saw some trailers and It looked really funny. It's hilarious. It really good. And like, the, if you like it a stoner good. comedy, yeah.
1: this is for mm-hmm. you. 100%. It's Pete w- is in it. Yes, Pete is <laughs> in it. Josh Hutcherson. Did I say that right? Hutcherson? Yeah, I think he did. Um, it's very funny. Please watch it. Well, I'm
0: looking forward to it. And it you guys can watch it and then listen to us talk about it next week.
1: Yes, and it's on Hulu. Hulu, yep. So go do a subscription to Hulu and watch that awesome show.
0: Or a trial for a week and watch the whole the whole series. Oh,
1: that's a good idea. Yeah. They're just half-hour episodes. You can do it in a day. Knock it out. Binge it out, man. That's what That's what this whole thing is about. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Also, you can leave us comments about maybe shows you want us to watch.
0: Or things we got wrong.
1: Things we got wrong. Totally wrong. You can totally fact fact check me because I'm 100% always wrong.
0: Maybe you don't like Neil Patrick Harris.
1: Maybe you don't. And
0: you want us to stop talking about him so much.
1: If you don't like Neil Patrick Harris, there's a door and I will show you to it. And you can walk out. Thank you guys and we'll see you bingers next week. Bye. Bye.